The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Marketing Automation Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how to build a more efficient marketing flytrap. With us today is Marwa Greaves, who is the Director of Marketing and Global Messaging at HubSpot. HubSpot is a leading CRM platform that provides software and support to help businesses that want to grow better. And their platform includes marketing, sales services, and website management products that start free and scale to meet their customers' needs at any stage of growth. And outside of being a wonderful platform for marketers, they are also a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. So far this week, Marwa and I have talked about how to figure out what to automate. And yesterday we dug in deep talking about email marketing automation. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how you can get started with bot marketing automation. All right, here's the third installment of Marketing Automation Week with Marwa Greaves from HubSpot. Marwa, happy hump day and welcome back to Marketing Automation Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thank you so much. Midweek, let's do it. We're making inroads into talking about marketing automation. Yesterday, we talked about email marketing automation. A lot of it is understanding what are your most frequently sent emails, understanding who your customers are, where their pain points are, to figure out how to set up your triggers. And today, we're going to turn the page and talk about something that I feel like most marketers haven't really mastered yet, which is bot marketing automation. How is bot marketing automation different than email marketing automation? The first thing is that we kind of think about our bot marketing or our chat automation as an inbound channel where email feels more outbound. So when you're emailing out, I think that probably any marketers on this call have a sense of what their open rates are, what their click-through rates are, because chances are you're going to get a lower level of engagement. When you have a bot on your website and somebody's actively engaging with it, they are there to find information. They are there to talk to somebody. They are looking for something. So the first way to view the channels differently is this is somebody that is taking an action on your website in order to get in contact with some of your content, with a member of your team, with tools that you have, and you should treat it as such. I think that's an important distinction, that somebody is actively looking for something. They're engaged actively with your web properties or your mobile app when they're using a bot as opposed to trying to re-engage them. So a bot inherently has different purpose and different functionality. That said, I feel like it's really challenging to figure out what the machine should be saying to the people. 
And I feel like in emails, it feels like people talking to people and bots. It just feels like you're supposed to be having a conversation. I've seen a lot of screwy bots. How do you figure out the right tone? And should you be telling people that are on your site, yes, you're talking to a bot or make it seem like they are a human? So the approach that we take is we 100% let them know that they are talking to a bot and that at any point, if they would like to be handed off to a human, they can. I think that all of your marketing channels should feel similar in terms of the tone and it should match your brand. We've probably all had experiences with brands where you're talking to them on the phone or via email, or you get some type of automation or you get a newsletter and the brand just feels totally disconnected. I think that the voice and tone, whether it's a bot or an email should feel similarly to what you want your overall brand tone to be. But our approach when it comes to conversational marketing and when it comes to creating bots is letting them know that it is a bot. It is there to be helpful. If at any point it is not helpful, we are there to hand you off to a human in order to make sure that that engagement remains delightful throughout. So when you think about triggers, we mentioned yesterday, there's a trigger to send an email notification out when somebody gets to a different stage in their buying process, when they take on certain activities on your website, when they basically have indicated that they are in a segment of your business. Do you think about segmentation the same way when it comes to bots? You know, what's really interesting about bots and specifically with some of the GDPR laws and cookie laws and privacy laws that have been rolling out is a lot of the times we don't actually know who we're speaking to. So unless somebody accepts cookies or depending on what you have rolled out on your site, you might not know if this is an existing customer. Is it a net new visitor? So segmentation, you actually have to think about a bit differently because you might have less information when somebody is coming to your website and engaging with a chat bot versus if you are emailing out, you've created those lists, you've segmented them, you have a ton of information on them. So you have to really think about it a bit differently. So where we used to have bots that were created kind of for each lifecycle stage, customers, visitors, and then we were able to capture less and less of that information, we wound up segmenting by intent rather than by lifecycle stage. We talked about this a bit in the last episode. So our bots on our products and pricing page look very different than the bots that we have on our homepage, where they could be, again, looking for a variety of different things. They want to learn about our academy, get to our blog. It could be one of 100 things versus our products and pricing page. There's probably one of three things that you're looking to understand. Feature comparison, pricing, getting in touch with a human, et cetera. So we've actually taken a different approach when it comes to segmentation and automation with bots than we have with email. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. 
Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So it seems like the process here is with a bot, you're essentially starting and doing a little vetting, right? You're either capturing contact information, you're asking some questions up front about what they're trying to accomplish. At some point, you're probably making an introduction to a human or you're pushing someone off to a given piece of content. My concern here is like when you call the phone company, there's so many prompts that you're just like, forget it. I don't even care anymore. I'm out. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times recently I've had to call like my bank. We had a credit card that was stolen. And it's like, I'm not even listening to the prompts. I just know I need to press 11402. And you can't press them all at the same time. You still got to wait for 15 minutes. It becomes a painful process. How do you avoid that experience? It's something that we learned firsthand where we were initially building bots. And, you know, if somebody says, okay, I'd like to explore more content, we'd be like, okay, great. And we would hand them off to the blog. And we kind of thought that that was good enough. And it's not because a lot of the times people want to take more than one action. Maybe initially they wanted to explore the blog, but then they're like, okay, great. I explored your blog. And now I actually want to talk to a sales rep. And at that point, you basically need to give them an out. And this was something that came through we have a chat NPS or basically any way to kind of measure the success of the experience that you're creating. So this would be another, I guess, PSA for any marketing automation is if you can't measure the experience that you're creating for your prospects and customers, you're going to have a really hard time knowing if you're successful or not. So this was something that came through loud and clear is that we were providing dead ends with our bots. We basically were saying like, okay, great. You said you wanted to go explore the academy. We would shoot them over to the academy. We would shoot them over to our blog. We would shoot them over to an article that they were asking for or a free tool. And then we stopped there. Your prospects and customers, they are complex. They want to do more than one thing, usually at the same time. And so you want to make sure that they always have an out, whether that's talking to a human, whether that's getting them back to their homepage. I know not everybody here has a fully staffed sales team or services team to handle all of those chats. So where is the next best place to make sure that if that prospect or customer wants to continue exploring, you know, first they were kind of looking at maybe hats on your website and now they want to look at tops. Make sure that you can get them back to a place that keeps them interested, engaging, and allowing them to take more than one action at a time. So is that as simple as once they finish with an action, hey, I'm looking for HubSpot's Academy. Great, here's the link to the page. And if they click it, don't you just prompt, hey, is there anything else I can help you with? If somebody's on an e-commerce page, you drop them off at hats, is there anything else I could help you find? Is there a more complicated prompt than that? Or is it just continuing the conversation? It's really just continuing the conversation. And it was, when you say it, it sounds so simple, but we make mistakes. And so that was one of the ones that we made was, we weren't giving them that next prompt. We basically said, okay, you asked to do this thing and we pushed you to the blog and that's what you asked for. And then it was a dead end. And so it really is just asking as if you were on a, hopefully you actually reached a human when you were trying to call the bank and they say, is there anything else I can help you with today is usually the way they always end it. And many times you say no, but there's always the occasional, yes, I would actually like to open another account. You need to create that same experience with your automation. So when brands are starting to think about adding bot automation, 
often they're starting to integrate a bot onto their web properties or onto their digital properties at the same time. How much should you be collecting data, staffing up your bot, doing it manually first, and then figuring out what to automate? Or are there some automations you could set up from day one? I think it really depends on what you already have set up for your business. So if you have content offerings, for example, where you're asking people to fill out a form in order to receive the content that you've already created, and you want to experiment with, hey, well, what if we did this via bot? Would we be able to increase those form submissions? Are we gold on net new leads? Then that's maybe a use case that you would want to start with. So I'm sure that there's a difference in use case. We mentioned this with email marketing that, you know, routing is a large issue for big companies. Talk to me about how using bots and marketing automation together is different when you're at a small company, just one person, maybe you don't have a sales team as opposed to when you're in a large organization. When you're working at a small company, I think it again goes back to those repetitive tasks. And one of the things that we've actually noticed since the pandemic is people's interactions with chat over the phone has started to increase. So the likelihood that people are engaging with us on chat via inbound calls or email is actually increasing. That's the channel that's growing kind of over time. I think for a small business, look at those repetitive tasks. Maybe it's things like form fields. People are asking if they can be a speaker on your podcast, or they are asking to download a piece of content. Those are things that you can replicate via a bot. And I would try to, a lot of the times people are now, especially today, more likely to engage with the bot. They People have been messaging and texting for some time. It doesn't feel as new and scary. For a large company, you really do have to think about, okay, what are our internal teams doing today that are really repetitive? And how can we make sure that we build a system through marketing automation that not only saves our internal team's time, but also creates that delightful moment. So one of the things that we've built is a self-service bot for some of our customers that say, okay, we've had a services team now for quite some time. We know what are the most common questions for certain products that are being used. We have knowledge-based articles that explain exactly how to use these tools. So rather than having a support agent email over this knowledge-based article, why don't we just do it via chat? Obviously, that's a larger company initiative. You need to have those resources in place, whether it's a knowledge base or blog. You need to have those resources created. You need to have enough data to understand the most common questions people are asking. But a lot of the times, for most companies, you probably have a blog or an FAQ section that you can replicate with your bot or that you can actually just allow people to access via your bot. And it's just a matter of either using an API to do so, maybe you outsource it if you're a small company, but it's usually worth the investment to say, okay, my blog lives over here, but people are asking questions that I know lives in my blog via chat. How do I get the two connected? And it's really worth the investment to do so. At the end of the day, bot marketing feels like it's primarily navigational. When somebody comes to your website, they're looking for A, instead of asking them to click 15 different times to find the right piece of content, they can ask a question. I think of bot marketing and bot automation being very similar to putting a search box on your website. It is primarily around getting someone to the right information, and it's more of a digital experience driven in the moment medium as opposed to email being something that is asynchronous. You've done a couple events. Here's more information, a push mechanism as opposed to navigation. Am I thinking about it the right way? Absolutely. If somebody's on your website, they are actively looking to do something and you need to be kind of in the right place at the right time. And I think a bot is the best way to do that. 
All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Marwa Greaves, the Director of Marketing and Global Messaging at HubSpot. If you'd like to hear more of Marwa and HubSpot's tips for effective marketing automation, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about automating the marketing and sales handoff. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Marwa, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Marwa Graves, M-A-R-W-A-G-R-E-A-V-E-S. Or you can visit her company's website, which is HubSpot.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.